I'll turn on my little thing. I made some notes, but it's, I don't even be checking those out half the time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But just, like, some things that I definitely don't want to forget to, like, mention to you because I got some little nuggets there um, of, like, you know, blast from the past type of shit. <laughs> oh, man, I remember some blast from the past, some all those sleepovers you used to have, Bro, especially in the oh new house. Yo. What? Yes, yes. Shit, the stories. Man. What? That's <laughs> man. Damn. So I was thinking, I was like, hmm. And it's funny because, like, with this podcast, I, I, I just started, like, casually. Like, um, there'll be moments where I'll start it off and I'm just saying some shit. And then I'll be like, hey, welcome to another episode. So I, I was just thinking in my head. I had a, I had a couple thoughts. Okay. Anywho. Um, so, first of all, see, okay, I'm just double-checking my mic levels. To make sure, okay, I think I'm good. Let me just make sure, because I, ha- I had somebody on, we did like a much bigger podcast, and like his mic wasn't like on or anything, and that shit like pissed me the fuck off. I just want to make sure I have, okay, that's one and three, test, test, just speaking to the mic. Go, test, test, yeah, yeah, yeah. mic okay, check. Okay, okay, yeah, we good, we good. Never hurts to double check, especially with shit like this. Go, double check, triple check, quadruple yeah. check. Yeah, so I was telling you off the mic, that for the last couple ones, I had people that I didn't know at all. Mm-hmm. And I just want you guys to know that this is not like any other guest. Uh, this is, it's hard to put it to, actually, let me make sure I turn off notifications because I do not want to be bothered. Okay. Okay. So every now and again, I wonder if you guys can relate to this at all, but you have somebody that, if any of you guys can pinpoint who you think like your first friend is or your first best friend is, think about that like when you were little and think about whether you've seen them at all since then. Uh, Because, you know, people go through a lot of life shit Mm -hmm. and life has a funny way of separating people from the path that they're on and you know sometimes those paths never intersect i remember somebody on instagram and um i don't know if i'm okay to like shout them out so i'm just gonna say that person was recounting like this friendship that she had with with another girl for like 20 years they had a 20 year friendship like i think they were like friends since they were like six or something oh wow okay and they talk on the phone every day, and I don't know, something about that was kind of beautiful. Um, but I am not that kind of person. Um, you can be like my, and I think it's just like a personality thing. Like, they can be like my best friend on the planet, um, and I still won't, like, talk to you every day. Like, you could be, like, the like really the only person I talk to every day, and I'm going to be called the mama's boy, but, like, it's my mom. Like, yeah. only because, like... Especially now, you know, she's older and for health reasons, I just want to make sure like, hey, you know, you're still kicking. <laughs> I just want to make sure, man. Like, no, you know, for sure, because we know, all know nobody's going to love you like your mother. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but aside from that, there's really, and even sometimes with her, I'm like, you know, I like, I want to like let her live. So I don't want to like, I feel like I'm the one that's bothering. It's not even okay. so much like the other way around because, um, you know, she could come be whatever. But it's it's me like it's a personality thing i don't 
I always assume that I'm bothering somebody when I like reach out. And so I've always been the passive person in okay. any friendship. Like if there's something where we need to go out or something, I'm never the one to like bring it up. If somebody else says yes, I always make myself available because that's okay. the other thing. I'm naturally a people pleaser. So if somebody's like, hey, uh, I'm having this thing. Uh, do you want to come? Even if I don't want to go, chances are I'm going to say yes. And uh, I do it. Uh, but I'm also, you know, I'm learning to say no. That's a hard thing for me, <laughs> but I'm learning to say no because there's a lot of power in doing that. Oh, there definitely is. Oh, uh, <laughs> but um, even even in having a friend for such a long time, like I was never somebody like you know how people say, oh, you know, let's keep in touch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's not even because I don't want to do it; it's just my personality type. I, you know, everything. I feel like I get like overstimulated and so then I want to like push back and say like okay I need my, I need my space now like I can't um I was going to say who it was in my family but there's somebody in my family who has a partner that is always on day ass okay yeah, yeah. I can see how that could be <laughs> annoying after a while and clingy as hell and I look at that and I'm like yeesh yeah, I don't I, know if I want that I, I, uh, I cannot live like that I'm yeah. like man if Back the fuck up. Like, you might be the person I love, but you need to, like, give me some space. Like, that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, all of that is to say is that this is not an ordinary guest. This is my guy, Joel, but I've always called him Joey. Um, and, uh, this is quite possibly because in, in, I'm trying to think as a youth, like, if there's anything that predates that, I don't think so. He may very well be the first ever friend that I had. And I don't think people have, like, I don't know how well people's memory is where they can, like, go back and say. But, man, my earliest, you know, on other podcasts, I'll tell people, hey, you know, I graduated with this guy from Dickinson. And, you know, we know each other since high school. Yeah. I feel like my earliest memory of, of us is like fucking I might have been four or five years old nah I think we were about like four or five years old we were living in that one apartment complex yeah and I, I won't say the address because my parents still live there but yes um, so now I'll the podcast welcome to another episode of the working podcast uh, I'm your host Yasser but you can call me sir because memories are forever just remember that <laughs> um You'll know why I'm saying that. And today, I have none other than... What do you prefer to be called? Oh, you could call me Joey. Oh, yeah. I, I've always called you Joey. Yeah, um, we'll just go with that. Yeah. Definitely. I have my guy Joey here. Um, What's up, everybody? Ba back from the past. <laughs> oh, blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. Boy, oh, my God. All the, mem and, all the memories, damn. And I'm telling you, it feels very different to have you on here, especially after all of these years. Like, I was just telling you off the mic, like... I look at your face and you look just like your brother, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know when I was telling you off the mic, it was crazy for me to even think that I would look like my brother. Because yeah. when I was little, I could see no resemblance. whatsoever. I was like, oh, man, nah, he can't mean my brother, yada, yada. But then, like I said, I met him two months ago. I was like, wow, though, we are spitting images of one another. Yeah. And it's so weird, right? Because <laughs> you see each other at such a young age and... He has a beard and uh, a little ponytail. Like, that's crazy. 
crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember I used to always have like the butt shave, yeah. naked face, nothing yeah. whatsoever. Oh. oh my God. And so uh, I did introduce the podcast already, so I'll just get right into it. Mm. I remember as far back as probably four or five years old in that apartment building, uh, me, you, and Nadine. Yes. You Nadine? Yes, I do remember Nadine. Um, growing up, I was never allowed to have anybody over at my house, but my parents loved Nadine <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, yeah, um, I remember that. And they call her Nadine, but like, they were like, uh, oh, yeah, you can't have anybody else over, and I'll tell them, oh, Nadine says she's going to come over. Oh, yeah, yeah, she could come over. I'm like... Like who side do you want? Like <laughs> you just said I could have nobody over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and so shout out to Nadine wherever you are. I, I haven't seen you in centuries. I have no idea. Hope hope all is well. Um but man, uh so before I begin, even though I already did, um <laughs> how you doing, man? <laughs> God, you know what? Honestly, I've been doing a lot better. You yeah. know, for I would have to say after high school I was dealing with uh a lot of stuff, yeah. you know, but I could see a light at the end of the tunnel, which is... That's for sure. Yeah, which it's is It's just amazing. not this bright-ass light. <laughs> no, no, it might be this bright-ass <laughs> light right there that I might be seeing, but no, for, for sure, man. Uh, you know, I know nowadays a lot of emphasis when it comes to uh, mental health. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I was dealing with uh, depression and loneliness for a real long time, mm-hmm. you know, and dealing for probably I would have to say maybe about 10 years mm-hmm. dealing with it and never had like any suicidal tendencies or anything of that nature you know because I never thought about I, first of all I'm a sucker for pain yeah. I fucking hate pain so yeah. I can never really imagine myself <laughs> like you know hanging myself or cutting anything yeah. of that nature but what I did the route I decided to go to to kind of deal with everything I was dealing with was actually drugs Oh really? For for a long time. Well, we'll actually get into that. Um, but I seen you recently with your little one piece hat on um, on Instagram. God, I love my little one piece hat, yo. That's my man, Monkey D. Love, yeah. I don't care what nobody says. Goku will go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just like you know, I'm I'm glad at least you know you're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, I want to thank you for coming today because um. Man, it's been a long time. Yeah, it really has. It's been has. a long time, especially since we've been able to like stop and like sit down and have an actual conversation. We've seen each other like, you know, I used to see you like by my bus stop, you know, when you would walk in the morning or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but never really like being able to sit down. That's kind of what I like about something like this. Absolutely. Just being able to sit down and have an actual conversation. And it's been a while because as you guys know, uh, kind of like how I started this podcast, chances are you probably had a friend when you were little and that person, maybe you never saw them ever again or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But like, I feel fortunate enough to like be able to like sit with you here after all of these years and I'm sure we've both been on like very different roads and just been through shit just in general. Yeah. Um, So it's just kind of cool that we're actually here right now and able to do this. Um, so so shout out, shout out to him one time. Uh but I wanted to get into actually <laughs> it's funny cuz anytime like I stop it's cuz I have like a million different streams of thoughts going into my <laughs> head. And there's like my sorting machine isn't very good. I'm like, "Oh, I want to talk about all of this stuff." Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 
I want to start with a couple shout outs. Um, first, like the general ones. Uh, shout out to everybody listening on Spotify and everybody watching on YouTube. Uh, you guys have been watching this shit somehow. So salute to you. Thank you for checking it out. Um, I hope you continue to enjoy these. Um, but also, and I'll say these names, but I won't say who they are to protect their identity. Uh, shout out to Victor, the other Victor. Shout out to Wanda. Shout out to Damaris. Uh, I still remember Cassandra. Yeah. Um, and uh, the goat, Olga. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yo, shout out to Olga one time. And, you know, I don't know if you'll ever catch this, but I want to, like, personally apologize to you for never. I, I, I was trash, but, like, I knew Spanish and never spoke to her in Spanish. <laughs> like, that's crazy. God, you know, she used to always talk about that. Yeah. So, entonces, um, that's <laughs> why how I just said, ah, entonces, entonces, Olga, perdóname. Eh, Yo era un niño muy tímido y con mucho miedo y no sabía expresarme bien. Y por eso nunca te hablaba en español, pero eh, ojalá que encuentre espacio en tu corazón para, para perdonarme. Uh, so basically, what, what I said in Spanish was I was a very little kid who was timid and didn't know how to express himself. And at the time, Spanish was like a very uh, intimate thing in my household, like... I only spoke Spanish at home, basically, or yeah. with my own relatives. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that was, like, for everybody. English was for everybody because I learned that in school and, you know, all of my friends I spoke to in English. Even though I knew that they knew Spanish, I never uttered a, a word in Spanish. So it wasn't, like, just, like, Olga. I'm not going to say who that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't just, like, Olga that I had uh, that issue with. It was, like, everybody that also knew Spanish. Yeah. I just... I felt afraid speaking in Spanish. Like, I I don't know if it was like an identity thing. I didn't know. But like Spanish was like my intimate language that it was like just between me and my parents or like with other relatives. Gotcha. I didn't feel comfortable, especially because uh, if you guys grew up in a Spanish speaking household, do you know that oftentimes you'll speak with like whatever your country's accent is yeah. or like slang and shit? Absolutely. And so... I didn't want to talk to other people in Spanish and have them judge me for the way I spoke. And so I felt like insecure about speaking Spanish to them. Um, I can't say that's all the way gone now, but, you know, I said that little bit on camera. And I, <laughs> um, if you ever catch this, shout out to you. You are the GOAT for many reasons, but I will, I will explain more times uh, throughout the podcast why you're the GOAT. But... Uh, uh, shout out to his family. Uh, shout out to them for <laughs> giving like this little black kid a chance uh, <laughs> uh, for letting for letting him in your home and somehow you know trusting him, uh, giving me at times things that my own family wasn't giving me. Yeah. You know, like you know, love and attention and shit like that. Um, you guys were kind of like my second family. Um, and it only stopped not because of me, uh, which we'll get into that, but it felt odd that we had disconnected at some point. And, um, uh, I just, <laughs> without getting too emotional, I just want to shout out to you guys. Uh, I feel like I remembered everybody. Didn't you have like, 
No, I'm not. Well, there's, guess. A, well yeah. there's some new need and some new nieces who came yeah. into the into Yo, the fall. Yeah, shout yeah. out to the new ones. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, because uh, nah, but that's a good memory for you to yeah, remember the other ones yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I remember only a couple of the young ones, but I imagine there's more. So, yeah. shout out to the rest of the young ones. Um, you have no idea who I am, but just know I was. I felt like part of your family at one point. So, God, still are. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. y'all. So, anyways, uh, where do we begin? So, I was telling you how, like, it was me, you, and Nadine. And, man, you also, yo, what was your little chihuahua's name, bro? Tiger. Nah, I, I know that's an oxymoron, but yeah, this dude was a little vicious motherfucker. He really Bruh. was. Dog, oh, shit. I still hear him barking. <laughs> <laughs> you still hear him barking. Yeah. I still hear him barking in the middle of the night like, Tiger, that's you. Bruh. Oh my God. Some pet cemetery shit. Yo, that wasn't even where I was going to start, but I have a bunch of thoughts running into my head and uh-huh. I'm like, I'm trying to think of like some of my earliest memories there. And yeah. I remember, man, I'd go to your house and- so the way our most of the apartments in that building were structured was like yeah. bedroom, bedroom, mm-hmm. sort of like living room, and then kitchen, and then in the kitchen somewhere was like a bathroom, the bathroom, like, like yeah. near like the window, and it was like a railroad type thing. So yeah. like it was one path where you could walk into each of those rooms by just walking into a straight line. Yeah, that's and why man, it made our mothers easier to hit us with chancletas because all the straight line, no yeah, quarters word, to run they around. Just, like, they just take it all. Uh huh. There was no <laughs> matrix back in the time, so we couldn't do those moves. Word. <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, I remember distinctly. There was a time that I was trying to like use the bathroom, and I was super scared to go into the bathroom, like from like y'all rooms over into like the bathroom because. Because uh, Tiger was there barking, and yeah. I was like, Yo, I don't want this little ass dog to like bite me and shit. And I think I had him like in a little cage, so like, Yeah. But the thing is, something about your walls, bro, and if you're little, uh, you're, you're put off by those yeah. loud ass noises, and nah, they're vicious for, for little dogs. But in reality, they bark louder than they are. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you hear them barking, uh-huh. and you're like, What? the hell is it? and then you look down oh this little rat uh-huh. this, this is the thing making all that noise well, let me tell you tiger found out the hallway having a bigger bite than than uh bark yeah uh-huh. yeah um and i don't know i think i almost damn near pissed myself because i didn't want to pass by that kitchen because i was so scared of that dog but um shout out to tiger one time uh-huh. <laughs> um but what i wanted to get into was man you were my introduction to like a lot of things because like I grew up obviously in a Dominican household. There are certain like American things that you're not exposed to. Yeah. Like my parents were not Disney people. So, you know, I had no idea anything about Disney characters or anything like that. Or um, it has to be something like, huge that has like international appeal for them to like say yeah this is what i watched when i was little i remember my dad used to say like popeye was one of those things that he used to watch when he was little yeah my pops used to tell me the same thing as well popeyes yeah um and he would recall cartoons like tom and jerry and shit like that like these are like classic cartoons that are, are like dumb old yeah but i wasn't I wasn't like cultured to a bunch of like American shit until I was introduced to it at your guys' house. 
And, you know, like with like movies and shit, like I know uh, growing up he was like mad big into like Star Wars and like. Go, still am. Love. Yeah, oh, I love the new movies he was coming like out. Big into like Lord of the Rings and shit like Lord that. Rings, Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was like video games, man. Like, my. Like, my real introduction to video games was, like, somebody's N64 that they brought. Not N64, uh, Super Nintendo. Okay. They brought it to my house and played it. But it's one of those things where, like, it wasn't my console, so I couldn't even play. I had to watch somebody else play it, and it was like, oh, you know. I saw Mario for the first time. I was like, yo, this shit looks lit as hell. Yeah. Um, But, man... That I find like the best neighbor <laughs> to introduce me into video games Shit, because we had it all. I feel like you had probably every console imaginable and like mad games for like each console. Yeah. And that was really where I got my introduction to a bunch of games. And man, I remember uh it's funny how nostalgia works because man, I think about those games and it still puts me in that little seat I used to sit, like, just, like, looking at the screen and shit, or, you know, taking the thing out. Yeah, then, blowing bah, out the conscience like, out. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, doing that. Like, it puts me right back into that. And I remember games, it was, like, there was, like, this Rampage game that we used to play on TV. Yeah, that's what like, it was. Ran, it Rampage was, yeah, like, you could oh. choose out of the three monsters and just go to all the cities, knock down oh the buildings. Oh, my God. I used uh-huh. to love that Yo, game. Yo, what? Seriously. You know, they came out the movie with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I never watched it, but yeah. um, I do remember that movie came out. Um, man, I was just introduced to so many games. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've heard enough of myself, like... What was it like from your perspective? Uh, I don't know if you remember, because I don't remember. It's it's hard for me to remember the first time ever that we met, like where we crossed paths. But I'm curious, like, what were your first impressions? Like, just like, how did you even find out about me? How how did we find out about each other? Do Do you remember that at all? Uh, honestly, I really don't remember how we found out. Um, yeah. About about each other. Yeah. I wonder if it was just more of like, you know, our families knew each other and then probably that's how we we got along. But I always remember the times you would come over and like you said, we were playing the rampage together. Yeah. We were uh we had the Man. Final Fantasy, Sonic, Pokemon, all of that. Yes. And shout out to my older brother because a lot of that was his games. Oh, Hand me down. Uh-huh. That makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he always had like the Super Nintendo as well. We always mm. blow the cartridges when the work <laughs> the game wasn't working. But no, but with one thing I do remember though was feeling blessed because at the time when I was young, my brother and sister were ten years older than me. So that's true. Yeah. yeah so when I was four, they already fourteen, teenage, you know, doing whatever they were doing. Yeah. So it was hard for me to try to have any type of relationship. So mm-hmm. then you know, door was open and here you are yourself and mm-hmm. Nadine and you know we just started forming that relationship with one another. Yeah. That's the trio in that building. Word, mm-hmm. word. Um, yeah. When I think about it. I don't know how any of us came together, but I remember it being lit because I was like, oh shit, I have some, I live mad close to somebody cool and my parents somehow have no problem with me going up to your apartment and hanging out there for the day. I was Mm -hmm. like, it was like my first feeling of like, oh shit, like I have a friend and, uh, you know, man, there was mad laughs and mad like, oh my God, just... Like right now, like 
it looks like I'm looking like at the kitchen, but in my head I'm like looking through. <laughs> it's like you got a tunnel of images in yeah, your mind. Yeah, just like all of these things uh-huh. and like you know, the holidays and stuff, man. Like, yeah, the way that that yeah you saw like decorate your tree. I distinctly remember like these like Flintstone ornaments for some reason. Like it's like that's mad specific. That's a <laughs> yeah, mad specific yeah, yeah, yeah. idea, but. There's like bits and pieces of that past that like, like I'm grabbing onto and I'm yeah. like, oh shit! Like I rem- distinctly remember that. Yeah, because we had the whole family set. It was it was Fred Flintstone, Barney, his wife, yeah. Wilma. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how long did y'all live there? I don't even. Do you remember yeah. when y'all moved? Yeah, I remember. I was still in grammar school okay. when, when we moved. I wasn't in high school, so it must have. Gosh, must have been early 2000, yeah. 99, 2000 when we must have moved to the house because we've been yeah. there almost close to 20, 20 years. Yeah. Um, and, man, it's crazy because I'm remembering other shit like, when it came time to eating, man, do you know how Yo, I, yo, I was so trash as a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> as far as my eating preferences, man, can you believe... That I went to their house, a Puerto Rican household, that to any other person, they'd be like, oh my God, you know they got some good ass food. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously, you know, our parents are old fashioned, so they mostly cook at home. And, yeah. You know, uh, that's just kind of how it is. And so, even thinking back to it now, man, I feel like every time I went to your house, something smelled good, but I never ate any of that. <sighs> Anytime it came to like, you know, your mom asking me like, hey, like, uh, we made some food. You want some? I'm like, like I, I would push back at first and be like, no, I don't want anything. Yeah. And then she'll be like, oh, come on. You, you got to eat. Like, you've been here all day. I know you're hungry. And then she'll be like, okay, I'll take some white rice. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I know you know where I'm going with uh-huh. this. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, but you don't want, uh, we made like chuleta, we made beans, uh-huh. we made this. You don't want to wear any of that? I'm like, nah. nah. He's like, I know you you must want something on there. And of all things, I said ketchup. ketchup. Of yo, all things. Yo, yo, I looked at this guy like, ketchup? Yeah. Oh, yo, I was so... <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember that clear as it's, day. It's yeah. one of those things where like, even I look back and I'm like, Oh man, you could have been eating chuleta with like beans <laughs> and some other shit. Beans yeah, 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 you could have been eating good, but you decided to put ketchup, ketchup. on your rice. Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna let that old me roll, but like, jeez. Um, and that's like, you know, one of those, like those lingering memories. Uh, I remember even when y'all used to like order in and they would order Chinese food or whatever. Yeah. I was always, and it's funny, I didn't find out about this until maybe last year. Um, like, uh, your parents would always tell me, like, oh, yeah, uh, put duck sauce on that. Like, it, it makes it taste a lot better. And I'm like, ew, duck sauce has duck in it, so I don't want it. And that's, <laughs> like, I don't know if I had ever articulated why I didn't want duck sauce, but in my head, I thought th- that's why. I'm like, oh, like, the juices of a duck. Yeah, I yeah. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking of like a duck as like a towel, and you just like, this is exactly what we're gonna this give. This is them. how we make duck sauce, and I'm like, Ew, like I, I don't want that shit. 
bro, it wasn't until like last year that uh, that I found out that's just like apricot and yellow number five or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But it actually makes it taste good. And now I put duck sauce. Yo, doesn't it open up your eyes <laughs> in a new world, right? <laughs> After all these years, your boy eating duck sauce. Um, Got a whole but, bunch of flavors just igniting in his mouth. <laughs> but it's funny, like, man, I think back to myself as a little kid. I'm like, fuck, like, what, <laughs> what world was I living in? Like, if I, like, I don't know. I feel like growing up, we all, like, live in our, like, little worlds and we're, like, you know, the king of our little world and kind of, like, moving pieces together especially as a little kid you really have no idea what you're doing and um that was more so of like what we talked about off air about just my general upbringing man and and my apology to olga um kind of just my general upbringing man i lived in a pretty strict household mostly because of my dad Mm -hmm. and that didn't really that didn't contribute to a personality where i was like open to new shit yeah uh, it meant, you know, there were rules for everything. Uh, and I didn't ever think about going outside of those rules because I was afraid of what would happen. I remember distinctly being a little kid and going to like school and them saying like, hey, what's your name? You know, how you have to like introduce yourself to the class and shit. And I felt, I felt embarrassed to even say my own name because one, it's a weird ass name. As a little kid, yeah. I can't process what the fuck oh, does that mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I see people named Carlos. I see people named John. Oh, I'm like, Juan, yeah, I'm Carly. Like, yeah, I'm, why is my name a Yasser? And yeah. why am I supposed to make any sense of that? Yeah. Uh, and it would be like this weird reaction when I tell them my name, and they'd be like, "Hey, like, where did that come from?" I'm like, "Well, that's a that's a pretty dumb question. It came from my parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I didn't make it up. I wasn't born. It was like, yes, yeah. yes, sir. That's the first name I want to have. Girl, that's the name I'm choosing this yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Um, actually, uh, just because um, I want to hear more of your voice, I've been kind of like derailing through my my memory patterns. Uh, thinking about names in general, if you were able, if you were allowed to choose your name when you were born, what do you think you would go with? Go, you know what? I've thought about that, and it's kind of it's kind of hard. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you it know? is hard to think about yeah, it because it definitely is. Because you know, sometimes I think that you know, people. Have you ever had that experience where somebody will come up to you to say, for example, like my name is Joel? They'll yeah. say, "Oh, you don't look like a Joel. You look like yeah. a James, or yeah, like, whatever what the, the hell case." Does that mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I don't understand what is that supposed to mean. Like, yeah. why do I look like a James? What does yeah. a James even look like? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I. If it was up to me, I'd probably do something real stupid, like call myself Frankenstein or something <laughs> like that. Come on. Because some honestly, I know for some people a name means a lot to a person. Yeah. Right? Uh but both for me, you know, sometimes people get my name mixed up, you know, they'll call yeah. me um Julio or they'll call me John, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I don't really get that upset how like other individuals be like, yeah. Oh, you don't know my name? Because all oh, at the end of the day it's all really about the person or how how you are as an individual. hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I could totally relate to that. And it was almost like I was, I had, I basically had to get used to at a very early mm-hmm. age that nobody was going to say my name right. And it's funny cause, uh, me and him were friends and I remember, uh, probably one of the more, uh, egregious pronunciations of my name. I was called just serve. And, uh, 
just serve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, I was yeah. little. I just, you know, I just wanted to be loved. Like, yeah, you know, like I don't give a shit about my name. Nah, like, it is. It is. I difficult. didn't make it up. <laughs> and the thing is, too, when you have a name like that, you know for a fact that people are gonna start butchering it. Oh yeah. Uh-huh, but that's pro- the thing. When you're little. You're like, oh wait, but his name is let's say William, and you call him William. Like, why, why, why does everybody mispronounce my name? Yeah. And it was like that realization. Oh shit, my name is hard to pronounce. Pronounce, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but that's not something you think about when you're little. You're just like, no. oh, uh-uh. I guess this is the name my parents gave me. Yeah, uh, and of course, and then you never know too, because you know, little kids they're so truthful and so mean, so they could be like, oh, oh that's a funny name, and start picking at you, and you, you know, you just start ending up feeling some type of way. Where it was just, like, oh. I went through everything because uh-huh. my name has the word ass in it. And as you can imagine, little kids saw that and it was right for the picking. Yeah, um, that was like a target right there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd say I probably had to develop thick skin pretty early on yeah. and just kind of deflect and say, all right, yeah, I agree with you guys. My name is pretty trash. Like, <laughs> I didn't pick it, so I will take no, no responsibility, responsibility for it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this, though. Thank God that they did name me Joel because, honestly, if I was to ever have my own kids, um, yeah. it would be hard for me to pick a name because yeah. sometimes I'm so selfish and it will be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to name my kid Oliver just because I want to name him Ollie. Yeah. Just have the nickname Ali. Come over here. Yeah, just of that. Yeah. That would be me. Hey, that, you know that's what I not, mean? That, yeah, that's not even bad. Yeah, I think yeah. Parents pick all sorts of different reasons. Do you know why your parents named you Joel? I do actually. So supposedly they were reading the Bible and mm. they saw the book of Joel. You know, there's mm. a few chapters, but they really enjoyed that name and what the message had mm. to do with it. You know, they never yeah. told me exactly what the message is. Maybe I should go ahead and look at what it is. Yeah. But yeah, that's the reason why they decided to name mm. me Joel was because of the book of Joel in the Bible. Mm. And I do think that is a common thing, like, you know. Oh, yeah. People name their sons after, like. Mark, like Jacob. Disciples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I totally forgot the train of thought I was going to go on. Oh, yeah. If, I mean, at this point, uh, if I were to name myself, I really have no idea. Because um, at this point, <laughs> I spent so many years fighting the name of Yasser that I'm like, well. I'm living with this, so mm-hmm. now this is like my brand. You don't you don't find many yesers, so chances are, um, I, I'm the yeser you like. <laughs> There's probably Got two thumbs up for this guy. Yeah, over yeah, here. yeah. Uh-huh. The, um, the other guy's probably like a serial killer. Don't listen to that guy. Go, uh, no, yeah. seriously, don't. This is the yeah, yeah. This to. is this is the the one and only the true one. Um, <laughs> officially, go man, myth, and legend. Yeah, word. Um, but yeah, uh, damn, I had this thought in my head. I totally forgot. But anyways, because we ain't on no script. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when you guys moved, it was like, dang, I lost my friend. Like, but the, the cool thing was is that uh, I was still able to, like, to go over. And yeah. first person I've ever went like on a sleepover to their house and... It was cool, man, because like at that other home, you guys had like everything. Yeah, you guys had the pool. It was a lot more spacious Mad now. Space. Uh-huh. Um, had my own room. Yeah, uh, even more video games. Like <laughs> yeah, the video games Yo, just kept piling up, yeah. bro. Like I feel like it almost feels like we invented Twitch before it happened. <laughs> and my, my weird way of thinking of that is, I was totally fine because like. This guy had mad video games, but he was also like good at every game he played. Yeah. And so 
I just kind of sat back in the basement. Like, I didn't even care that I didn't have the controller, like, playing. I would just watch, and I'd be like, yo, this is mad entertaining. Like, I'd watch you play, like, I remember um, GTA, like, Vice City. Yeah. And I still remember... You know how, like, when you drive to, like, a specific checkpoint that you have, like, that purple light that you have to, like, drive to? Like, yes. I, I remember that distinctly, and I'm like, man. Those missions used to be so annoying because if you're, car, if you're driving a car and it hits a particular bump of the wheel, it turns over, and then you got... Then oh, you yeah, the physics was like... <laughs> it's horrible. It was like, oh, my God, but yeah. And it makes me think, man, like, the type of graphics that we used to think were impressive back then. Right, we were like, yo, this is so fucking realistic. And now we play, you know, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox was all these real realistic scenes. It's just like, yo, yeah. this shit was trash yeah. when it came to <laughs> graphics. Yeah. Yo, shout out to GTA one time. Like, I feel like that yo, game... Yo, for, for real, remaster that for PlayStation 4 and Xbox <sighs> One. That shaped a lot of just... I was exposed to a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, through my friendship with him and... Shout, this is such a weird segue, but yo, shout out to Byro because he looks like a character from GTA in his new video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 he unlocked that new skin in GTA. <laughs> yo, oh shit, Byro, you know we love you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, shout out to you all and congratulations on that video, man. Go yeah. much love, though. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, one of the one of the odd segues was because you had mentioned that, you know. Your parents named you uh, for something they read in the Bible. And it made me think, man, bruh, th- this, is, this is how you know, like, the depths of, like, like, how far I went. Yo, I went to church just so I can, like, hang out with this guy. <laughs> Yo, but that was the best part of church, though. Seriously, because... Don't get me wrong. I have nothing against religion. No, I, yeah. I love the fact of what religion stands for. But it was just something about me that it didn't matter where I went to. It could have been a church. It could have been a mosque. could have been a temple. I just never felt comfortable yeah. in those places. Yeah. I never liked giving my time to them. Yeah. Wrong, like I said, it's an awesome place. So the thing that and made the it the best- the people were cool as hell. Yeah, the people were cool. But what made it the best part was I was able to see you. That's yeah. the only reason why yeah. I never really fought or struggled. Yeah. Actually, the moment where you weren't able to come no more is the moment where I really started fighting and struggling to yeah. even go there. Because yeah. you know my one reason, my best friend, no longer there so it was just like yeah. hey, I'm not yeah. I like, yeah. oh. and I think the church had moved location and yeah that church that, was always moving uh, from location to location yeah and that just made it easier I'm like well mm-hmm. it's no longer like right across the street from where I live yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm gone mm-hmm. um, but yeah j- just so y'all know man like uh, I was willing to sit through an hour of like <laughs> standing and sitting standing and sitting and yeah. let, me, let me read this verse again nothing against religion or church and mm-hmm. all that stuff um, you know it's not it's just not for everybody yeah, yeah. Um, and even like in my household like I didn't grow up really going my parents um, were like like lazy religious um, okay there, there'd be like um, like a mass <laughs> That they do on TV on Sundays. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> just gonna and, say want to be on TV? And my mom would would turn oh, to that shit, yeah, and be okay. like, "Okay, yeah, I'm sitting through mass." And mind you, she's like, "Laid down, <laughs> yo, laid she, down yo, she finding loopholes to this yeah, shit." Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> she she just laid down in her bed and just watched the 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 service. And I was just like, "Yo, I swear, that, if your mom had Instagram right now, she'll be like, I'm attending Sunday service." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, looking back on that, I'm like. Man, if that ain't the laziest way to go to church. <laughs> Yo, for, for real. But I like it, though. Yeah, yeah. I like I was it. like, um, 
But yeah, uh, so yeah, I went to the church just to like hang out with this guy. And um, yeah, I used to go over to that other house and uh, a lot of memories there too. Yeah. And um, at the time, I think a lot of, uh, I think you had other, was it your brother that was living down there also? Like yeah, so how, the, how it was going was when we first moved into the house. So it was myself, my parents, and my sister all on the first floor. Mm-hmm. Then they remade the basement. So my brother was still on the first floor with us for a bit. Yeah. So they remade the basement. He went downstairs and then we had our my grandparents upstairs uh, on the okay. second floor. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, um, how are your brothers and sisters doing? How how are your parents doing? Well, you know, they're, they're all doing okay with, you know, what, what they're going through. But, you know, go, growing up, you know, we kind of like, when I separate ways, like I said, they were already 10 years older than me. Yeah. So when I was yeah. already in high school, they were already mm-hmm. off doing their own thing. So I never really had too much of a relationship with them. Yeah. But, you know, we took our licks in as any family would, yeah. you know, obviously. And but at the end of the day, it looks like everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's, you know, yeah. happy. Well, which is the ultimate thing that you could wish for, even if you don't talk with one another. Yeah, that's for sure. That's all you can ask for. And... The one thing I will say, though, about my brother and my sister that I give so much respect to was that when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I'm not really too much of a fighter or call myself like a gangster or rip or run the streets or anything mm-hmm. of that nature because you know me. me I, was more, I ain't about that yeah, life. Yeah, I ain't about that <laughs> life. I was more into like my video game creating this Thanks. and you know other stuff like, oh, let's go play ball or bowling, things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. What I do give credit to them was that they kept me away from all that because growing up, the time that they were growing up was called the Attitude 90s, mm, right? You I know, was not aware of that. Yeah, you know, some people call it the Attitude 90s or the wrong 90s, depending on, you know, we go also wrestling style, things of that mm-hmm. nature. But those who grew up in the 90s and they were out in the streets were doing a lot of stuff that they say weren't supposed to do. And mm-hmm. when they grew older, all that was for lessons for them and they tried to keep me away from all that. Mm-hmm. And what was crazy that at the time, I was upset about that because I felt like, I wanted to be part of that life. But then when mm. I grew up, it was just like, oh, no, nah, I really didn't want to be a part of that life. And don't get me wrong. I know individuals mm. who, you know, do what they have to do, but everybody has their own stories and own reasons for doing it. But exactly. at the end of the day, I will say this, that I do give a lot of credit to my brother and sister for steering me away from that life. Because if they weren't mm. there, I think I would have jumped into that life just to like, try to prove something to somebody else oh, and not yeah. even myself, it's you know? Thing, yeah. uh, absolutely. It definitely was. Um. And man, that really does. Um, growing up, I had well. Now reflecting on my time growing up, with what I know now, and especially what you just said right now, I had I shared both a resentment and an admiration for the way I was raised. Okay, like, and thinking about how. There's a chances are if your parents are doing something, there's a reason. Yeah. Uh, whether they don't explain it to you or whatever, because you're too little to understand, too stupid to understand. Mm. In the time you're just like in the mix, and you know, like like you were saying, you wanted to be part of that, but yeah, you know, your brothers and sisters like pulled you aside from that. When I think back there were a lot of times where I resented my parents for 
not letting me go out with friends or like not not for you know i think there's a spectrum to it they were a little too strict to the point where like i didn't even it's weird because since i grew up as kind of like a people pleaser i just grew up wanting to make my parents proud okay and so it was never like man i can't wait to live on my own so i can like do whatever i want and like disobey everything you guys taught me is like even now like i'm living on my own and i'm still fairly conservative i'm not i'm not out in these streets (laughs) i'm not you know going to the club every night i'm not yeah i'm 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 relaxed man i'm chill i'm Mm -hmm. reserved uh yeah I, i actually don't mind being home now um to me there's nothing cooler than Spending the night watching like some stand up comedy and shit, and just you know, eating some good food or whatever, and just like relaxing. Yeah, uh, I could be watched for that. That my <laughs> that, that, that my view that my view of fun is not going out to the club and shaking my yeah. ass, but um, but you know what? That's all that's perfectly fine though, because I'm just like, yo, I was never really a club person only for the simple fact that you know, this is something that I'm trying to learn as well. So, yeah. some dance moves, yeah. And, and I, it was always funny because I always tell people, like, yeah, I'm gonna be Hispanic, but I'm a Hispanic with no rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> I got some stiff ass hips, so you know, uh, there's a few individuals who you know help me with some moves and things of that nature, but when I was younger, you know going to the club was like the shit to do you know what I mean go link up with people yeah. and I just never felt it because at the end of the day what would happen I was always I would always go to the bar so yeah. in my mind I was like y'all rather just go to a bar because that's yeah. exactly what I'm going to end up doing yeah. but I will always trade a night in the club for a night with friends around like a campfire or something of that nature yeah. that's something exactly. that I would rather, rather do be out hiking or in a campsite 100%. a few good friends you know yeah. cooking up some s'mores having some mm-hmm. awesome stories I'd rather trade that yeah. have that yeah for sure and when I look back you know those parts that I resent I'm like man I could never have any friends and I could never have people over but now looking back on it it's kind of like they kept me out of a lot of danger mm-hmm. and, you know, some of the people I grew up with were not kept out of that. Yeah. And so I see where their life has led. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, not to say one way is better than the other, you know, like we've talked about before, you know, sometimes people get put into situations where they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but know, now, life, life, life is not easy for everybody. Exactly. And, and you know what? Honestly, it never really was meant to be easy. Life is just a set of lessons that you're constantly learning. Yeah. And so I've been able to like open my mind up to to basically seeing both sides and seeing, okay, you know, I might have not had the most lit childhood, mm-hmm. uh, pretty deprived. But, you know, now as an adult, I have the opportunity to... Like I, I can't I can't let that past like hold me back. Yeah. I, I I can't let the fact that I didn't have much friends growing up I can't let that affect me. I can't mm-hmm. continue living life that way because hey, the life I'm living now is totally up to me. And so Yeah, absolutely. You know, I can't I can't put myself in that show. Like, yeah. you know You know you look you know you own your life in your hands. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Oh, you didn't have friends? Go make friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you could you could do all that. Mm-hmm. Um but also now you don't have that same protection. So you have to like remember what you've been taught and not put yourself in situations where you're going to mess yourself up because you, yeah. know, you can ruin everything that you've worked 
uh, to build up to this point. And that's the one thing about life I understand now is mm-hmm. that it takes you so long to build something, but a 100%. matter of seconds for it to be torn down with like the wrong decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember um, weird ass segue, but uh, there's this movie uh, that was adapted from a comic for uh, for Batman. It was um, the Killing Joke. Yes. And in that one, there's like this famous monologue that the Joker has about something about like it just takes one one bad, bad day. day for you. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, all it takes is one bad day to make a person go insane. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and and I love I love like that series, and I love the Joker as a villain. Yes. Um, just because psychologically there's so much behind there. Like, mm-hmm. he's not like your regular villain where he's like, oh, he's like mad strong and mad formidable and, you know, whatever. Yeah. He's a very psychological character. Yes. And, and that's what makes him so amazing. Yes. He's, oh my, he's probably, probably the top as, as one of the villains just because of. You know, the, I'm actually upset with the list. I, I believe it's from comicbook.com. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I think Magneto's an awesome villain. Shout out to Magneto. They got like, like he's gonna be like yeah. Uh, yeah. he's gonna be super watching the podcast like yeah he's gonna, he's gonna tell you you wanna join the brotherhood yeah. <laughs> but and they had joker number two dude I don't know why but I was just so furious about that don't get me wrong my needle's awesome Yo, I always thought to myself good, that joker is like the number one but I don't care what comic book it, it could be DC Marvel Dark Horse Joker is the number one villain yeah, of all time he is at least to me just yeah. because there's so much depth mentally behind what he is as a character yes. and the way he, the way he is with words, and you know the the guy who plays a Mark Hamill, like his voice is, oh my god! Especially for the animated series, it's freaking amazing. Oh my god, his voice is, yeah. Yeah, he and, is Joker. <laughs> yeah, and let me tell you, he's played a lot of roles that he's just that. Yeah, that's you. You are Luke Skywalker. You are the Joker in the animated series. I heard, I think he was on a on a panel at Comic Con and. Like he did the laugh live in audience, and I had like goosebumps. I was like, "Oh Dude, shit!" A chill went up my spine, yeah, into my, yeah, into my like, brain, Ooh. bro. It's like it's like that meme for all the sides that the brain starts doing. It goes into the <laughs> into the cosmic <laughs> universe. Like, yeah, that's how I felt like when I heard yeah. that laugh. Yeah, I was like, "Ooh!" Like, mm-hmm. I felt that chill. I'm like, "That's the fucking Joker right there." Uh-huh. But anyways, like, yeah, it was just to say, you know, it just takes one bad day. It does, and um, so. You know, that's why I don't, even though as humans, we all judge. Yeah, of course. It's, it's hard you know, for I, us yeah, not to, like, yeah, you said, because we're human. people's lives. But I also, even if when I do judge, I was put into context of, like, ah, I don't know that I would have done much better in that situation. Absolutely, Because, yeah. you know, if you get put into the same shoes as them, it's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> there's suddenly a bunch of shit that I can't handle. Um, I, honestly, what I always disliked uh, something that I did it was me that I always judge uh, other individuals be like oh I wouldn't do that in that situation I was always fucked up because of the simple fact that this is how I know karma is real mm-hmm. so I would say you know oh I would never do that in that situation mm-hmm. and then maybe a year or two later I find myself in that situation I Dang. do the complete opposite of what I said I would do Yeah. so that in itself was humbling and taught me like hey listen you know what 
never really talk about something that you've never been through because you really don't know what you're doing in that situation. Yeah, I've yeah. met so many individuals be like, oh, this is what I would do. But when that situation comes, no, it's something completely different it's than what totally you said. It's totally like an ego thing. Like yeah. Somebody would be like, oh, man, like if somebody tells you, hey, I just got beat up by this person. Yeah. And you would be like, oh, if that oh, was me, me like, bro, I would have fucked them up. Yo, yo, shut your ass up. Whatever, man. You wouldn't have done shit. You uh, would have got your ass beat too. Uh, like, be like, I know you, man. Bro, <laughs> we've grown, we grown up with one another. You would not do that. Yeah, Stop yeah, right. yeah. Nah, yeah, I feel you. And like I said, it was something that I worked on for me because yeah. at the end of the day, I always work on myself little by little. And I was just like, yo, you know, that's kind of fucked up for me to tell people, oh, yeah, this is what I would do my situa- in that situation. But yeah. I've never been in that situation. Yeah. So how the hell can I really tell you yeah. what to do? I can't. I have yeah, been there. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, you know, after that whole, um, I don't think I ever explained, but you know, after they moved to the other location, you know, we spent some time there and, you yeah. know, I'd go on like sleepovers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it was one of the sleepovers when he introduced me chips into sandwich. Yo, yo I bro, thought not, he was crazy. Bro, do not underestimate that. <laughs> go, especially, especially some Dorito nachos. Bro. But- Ooh, which I know about that. Yeah. <laughs> go, y'all know about that life. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, there was a time, you know, I'd go to sleepovers or whatever, and then for whatever reason, my dad pulled the plug on everything and was like, hey, you're not going there anymore, and yeah. that, that my whole world came crushing down. I was like, yeah, wait, that, but that, like- That really broke my heart, because in my mind, I was like, yo, was it something that we did? Absolutely not. And the thing is, is that, you know, it didn't come from me at all, because, you know, as far as I was concerned, I was having the time of my life. Every time I went there, I had mm. a great time, and- Shit, like, it'd be like whenever uh, your mom would call my mom and say, hey, uh, we're picking him up this weekend. Mm. And then my mom would tell me, I'd be like, hey, my weekend about to be yeah. lit. Uh-huh, oh. Yeah, oh, man, I used to love that. Yeah. And I'd be like, whoop. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do this weekend, but now I do. Like, yeah. my, my weekend about to be lit as hell. And uh. then just bloop. The one but, thing I will say that was kind of annoying, you know, for all the viewers there that, if he was up at five o'clock in the morning, guess who else was up at five o'clock in the morning? <laughs> this guy, right? Here. Yeah, 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 yo, yo, bro, bro, bro. But that was awesome though, because then we would start our day and it would just be late. Yeah, start your day mad early. <laughs> yo, for real, five in the morning. I was like, yeah. yo, don't you sleep, no, bro? bro? Oh my god, yo, go team no sleep over here and shit. Yeah, not either, bro. It's like <laughs> it's, it's team wake up early because like I, I could wake like it's weird and I'm still like that. Um, as you could tell, like I had like an Insta story this morning at like seven in the morning, just like yeah. talking stuff. And I know, but that must be like clockwork for you to wake up at like seven o'clock, right? Yeah, and that's why I had never any issue being late to school. <laughs> like I was always mad early. No, and, not um, me. I was always late to school. Yeah, and uh, shit. Even today, um, like I wake up for work early, also, and I'm still. You know, I get up and it's like routine. It's like clockwork. I go, I get ready, I make my coffee, and then <laughs> I'm off to the races. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so it really, like my whole world kind of came crashing down because it was like, oh, so I can't go there anymore without any explanation or nothing at all. Oh, so it was just like that. You no, can't yeah, go. He, no, yeah, he just oh. like, he's like, oh, you can't go no more. Um, and I'd say why. And we talked off air how... The relationship I had with my dad was not the kind of relationship where there was much dialogue. Mm-hmm. It was more like, hey, I'm the dad and I'm right because I'm your dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I cannot be wrong. Uh-huh. And so don't argue with me. Don't ask me shit. You don't need to know why I'm doing anything. Um, and 
as you can imagine, as a little kid, I'm like, that's fucking annoying as hell. Like, yeah, yeah, it really so, is. so you mean to tell me I've built like this friendship all these years and I'm mad cool with their family. Um, and you're just going to be like, Hey, you're not going anymore. And then I ask why. And you're like, don't ask me why. Yeah. It's like, to this day, this guy doesn't tell me why that occurred. And, um, so that's why, uh, that's part of the reason I shouted out the people in the beginning and thank them for, uh, cause I really, I never really got, <laughs> I never got to say like goodbye. I never got to say, Hey, gone. Like, um, I'm gone for your life forever. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is true. And like, like I said, loved you so much. Like, yeah, you know, you're definitely part of the family. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so since there is that considerable gap, right. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out that years later, the only time I, um, cause you also went to Dickinson, right? Yes. Yeah. And so again, contrary to popular belief, this is not a Dickinson podcast. I just happen to know a lot of people from Dickinson. All right. <laughs> now that I got that disclaimer yeah. out the way, <laughs> I feel like I have to say that every episode cause like people keep telling me, Oh, your podcast is like a Dickinson reunion. Yeah. I'm like, no, uh, no it's, it's like, not. It's just that those yeah. are the people I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the time for years since that time where I couldn't go to your house anymore it was kind of like it was like a black hole and um you know you were on your path i was on my path and like i'd not hear of like you or your name for like years and it probably wasn't until like high school where it turns out i think we had like maybe similar friend groups or something. Yes. But I somehow had gotten introduced to you again and they're like, oh, you know, we're going to hang out and um, um, our, our friend Joel's coming. And I'm like, oh, what Joel? And it's funny, like <laughs> after all these years, it was almost like being introduced to a new person. Yeah. And tell me, when they tell me, I'm like, know that joe what you talking about i know him more than you yeah 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 matter of fact i think it was uh the first time we met again after that whole church debacle thing Mm -hmm. was actually i believe at jose's house i think that's my where we saw each other again it was just like holy shit because i got introduced to jose by carlos oh Uh, because carlos already knew jose and where did you know carlos from Dickinson. That's where I knew Carlos for the first time. Was Dickinson. Time. Yo, I've, for I've, real. I've had Car- him on some episodes. I, Great guy. I'll tell you one thing about Carlos. The love that this man has for individual is just yeah. crazy because, you know, like I said earlier, I was going through a lot of loneliness and depression and things of that nature, mm-hmm. you know, and he was there. Yeah. Like he was there even when I felt like nobody else was there. Mm-hmm. He was there. He was always that, that presence. And I, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I think we actually, matter of fact, we knew each other the summer of eighth grade going into ninth because I was part oh. of a pro, I was part of a program there. It, I don't know if it was called Jumpstar or, some, or mm-hmm. something else, but that's when we first met mm-hmm. and we just hit it off right off the bat. Oh. That It was just that instant connection and yeah. dude, it was just phenomenal and you're still a big part of my, my life. Yeah. A big guy with an even bigger heart. Uh-huh. Shout out to Carlos one time. Go and make uh, sure you also check out his Instagram page to stay fluff, man. Yeah, yeah. Check out he. I'm actually gonna post a link uh, in this video, and this video is gonna come out like three Sundays from now. But I'm gonna post a link. <laughs> <laughs> I will post a link in the description of 
a video actually helped him made because uh, he's trying to get into like um, creating awareness for uh, the very, yeah, very yeah. big individuals in the, yeah. the wardrobes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I helped him like uh, record this video where like um, oh, awesome. Yeah, where he got something from Stitch Fix. Okay, because uh, they had just started. Uh, like this plus size. I, I think I may one. have saw that that video. Yeah, and um, so he basically he brought the items. He he showcased each of them. Uh, he wore all of them, and then kind of had like a little criticism slash feedback. Yeah, for Stitch Fix to like mm-hmm. get their shit together. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna post a link in the description for that YouTube video. Um. Uh, like. Carlos is so cool. Like I'm totally fine, like helping him with like shit like that. Cause, yeah. um, like like we said on the episode that I had him on, you know, I don't think the plus size guys have really any representation. Yeah, they really, really don't. Not in the market that is out there today. Yeah, and so shout out to the big guy, Carlos. Go check his stuff out. Um, cool guy. Like and subscribe and do all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, do all the good stuff. You already yeah, yeah, know. Yeah, comment. Do the the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, okay, so so you had met through Jose through Carlos. Oh, yes. that's interesting. And uh-huh. so okay, so uh what what was your what was your time at Dickinson like? Cuz you guys just had your reunion, but you didn't go cuz you was like fuck Yeah, I was like fuck, <laughs> fuck this shit. Um honestly, I would have to say the 4 years in high school it it was weird because I always felt like I was kind of like an oxymoron and stuff. I was still going like I to throw all that depression stuff, but it was still like the best time of my life. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it, because I was always surrounded by like people and kind of like you, I've always been a people giver. Yeah. And I also think that's one of the reasons why I really haven't found anything in life mm-hmm. that like especially when it comes to like maybe career-wise or yeah. what I want to do. Because I was always out here pleasing people, but like, oh, maybe you should be this or maybe you should be that. And yeah. I was just like, oh, maybe You I have all these try. ideas for other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? But no, best time of my life. Um, yeah. You know, I was going through some some troubled times in, in the household, yeah. you know, and it was just a lot of bickering and fighting that was going on at the time. And, you know, when I was growing up, like you, yeah. I just, I didn't want to be surrounded by all that and have that type of vibe. So yeah. I just always wanted to be out. And I was always out with friends. I was eating the basketball court. Uh, matter of fact, we were at a house party one time and I almost burned the place down. By ac- it was by accident though. Okay. Because I remember we were in the yes, building. intent matters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to burning an entire building. <laughs> no, thank God. Nothing really happened. But still, yeah. we were down in a house party in the basement, yeah. right? And somehow, some way, I got... I'm on the on the wall. I have a girl dancing on me, and then we, there's just a line. So it's yeah. myself, a girl, guy, girl, right? Yeah. So we're all there grooving or whatever. And I'm like this. I start sniffing. I was like, yo, does anybody else smell gas in this room right now? And remind you, everybody was, you know, lighting up cigarettes, things of oh, that yeah, nature, yeah, yeah. right? So you smell so, smoke everywhere. So, so, yeah. yeah, so I'm smelling all that. And I'm like, what the hell? And I look at the stove. I'm like, holy shit, we accidentally turned the stove on because we were dancing so hard that we actually Damn. let accidentally turned on the buttons and the gas was actually filling the room. That's <laughs> wild. Yo. So in addition to an explosion, y'all could have all died of like carbon monoxide. Yo, like, pretty, pretty much. That's crazy. That, yo, what, dude? I was out of my mind when that shit happened. And you were never invited again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that household, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. But yeah, nah, like, uh, best time of my life. I remember... Yeah. Um, 
it was weird because, like you said, you would come over for sleepovers, yeah. but I was never allowed to go to other people's. Oh, really? Yeah, which oh, was interesting. Yeah, which was totally weird. And, you know, me and my mother would have this discussion like, why is it okay for you to have someone over that's their child but I can't go somewhere else yeah. and she was always saying that oh because I don't know those individual things of that nature but yeah. even when she did know the parents it was still you know yeah. kind of hard and no, in my go. head like probably as a parent that makes sense like you're told they're totally fine having somebody come over to your house because yeah, at yeah. least it's in your house and, and you they can have see more control of exactly. everything yeah, uh -huh. yeah. versus you know laying the child off to some house you have yeah. to have mad trust in those people to absolutely, like, absolutely. make and sure nothing happens to you yeah. yeah and like I said at the time I was so young I didn't understand but now obviously yeah. that you're older you know man getting older really gives you perspective on it, things. It, really, <laughs> it really does you know because when you're young they always tell you oh the parent, my parents are wrong my parents are wrong and then once you grow older you you're like holy yeah. shit my parents were actually right Yeah. but yeah that was one thing that I never really liked yeah. but eventually what happened was that I kind of like you know, broke it down and then I was eventually able to, to mm -hmm. go to sleep. Oh, yeah, because, you know, the thing is when when your parents say no, you never take no for an answer. You just keep begging. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, and, oh, so I'm going to ask you at dinner. Uh, uh -huh. I'm going to ask you later when yeah. you're watching TV. <laughs> and well, the sad part, like, you know, kind of hurts my heart now, but being in high school and I guess my hormones were just raging all over the place and obviously I had an ego bigger than Kanye West at the time, which is I yeah. think is fucking impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but... I would keep breaking them down. And like I said, it was a lot of stuff going to the household. I just didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. So my mother was always concerned about ending up like my brother and sister when they were doing their stuff out in the streets. Mm -hmm. And like I told you, they did a good job of keeping that away from me. But, mm -hmm. you know, for her to protect me since I was the youngest, you know, she was, she started yeah, getting you were super straight. Yeah, I was yeah, a baby. Yeah. So she started getting like super straight. And I didn't like that because it was like, oh, I'm not going to make kind of the same mistakes that they are. So yeah. dude, I started rebelling. I was staying out late at night, you know, going out to parties, mm -hmm. all this and mm -hmm. that. Right. And then come to find out that I became maybe a fraction of what they were. But mm -hmm. still at the end of the day, I was still doing stuff that, yeah. that they were doing. That just made me realize and mm -hmm. now and you know now since I'm older we would both sit down and talk about all this yeah. which is awesome because well, I never yeah, felt like I had was a real that. shithead back then wasn't I <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely I'll tell him oh mom I'm sorry for everything I made you go through actually matter of fact one time she got so mad at me that I was sleeping out in the in the balcony wow yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like I said you, yeah, you learn your lesson we never understand you why our parents tell us the things they do but there's yeah. usually a reason uh -huh. you know, whether we understand it or not uh, absolutely and at the time too I was ripping you know I was ripping around the streets with individuals that I, you know, I We're should have to. sketchy to say the least. To sketchy to say the least. <laughs> like I said, like I wanted to see what all that was about and everything. But then at the end of the day, it wasn't really all for me. I was more, yeah, let me go to like my museums, my uh, yeah. events, thing, yeah, things yeah. of that nature. But yeah, you got to get all that stuff out with, there. with his thumb up. <laughs> uh -huh, no, no, definitely. Yeah, that's something that just happened. Go, can't you tell? <laughs> go, cheers. <laughs> But, okay, and I'm a little uh -huh, scared uh -huh. because I'm looking at, usually around this time is when, like, my camera battery runs out. Mm -hmm. But uh, before we close this out, um, I just kind of, because there was a bunch of shit I wanted to say. So I'm yeah. definitely going to have you on for another episode so uh -huh. we could, like, get more of that uh -huh. stuff in there. Um, but, um, I, I want, like, you mentioned, you know, you know, if you're comfortable talking about it, like, that you had gotten into like 
like was it drugs to like yeah. uh, quell your my, anxiety my, depre- my depression like and yeah, things yeah. of that nature yeah uh, so like what, what was your experience with that do you feel like it helped or what um, um so at first I started I never did any I guess hard drugs that people want to say like cocaine yeah, and like things of that nature yeah. yeah but I was a big pill popper at the time mm-hmm. you know taking whatever I, I could find and sometimes it wasn't even just to like get high sometimes it was just because you know that's what I wanted to do mm-hmm. just because I was in that state of mind mm-hmm. but then what happened was I'm curious what was your introduction to that like did you ever have to because I feel like a lot of people get into that after you know they either have like a wisdom tooth taken out or like they have like a big surgery that requires them to have it and then they taste it and they're like oh shit like or rather they ingest it and they realize oh shit this shit makes me feel a certain mm-hmm. way like do you do you remember what your introduction to that was um i believe it was freshman year in high school and the introduction to the I believe it was an e-pill an ecstasy that mm. someone introduced me mm. to and I, I took that and I kind of say that's the introduction of what got me into the pill pop and then I just uh, mm-hmm. went to try different stuff. You what know? was that experience like? Because for context, uh, I have no idea of any of that. So, Well, for me, I'm a natural sweater. Yeah. So I was sweating a lot, but sure, I also guess right you... <laughs> <laughs> but it gets you kind of like amping also. Like, it gets you in the mood to like have sex and things of that, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Yeah. But um, there were... Other pills were different, you know, I would have like the shakes and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But what actually helped me wean away from the pills were more natural type of drugs. Like yeah. I took I took shrooms mm-hmm. also and uh what was that like? You see, here's the thing when it came to the shrooms. Um I guess I didn't take them right because my yeah. thing is I always wanted that psychedelic type of experience. Oh, you, you wanted to the, see the visuals and see the, the stuff, visuals, yeah. you know, have the spirit come down, talk to me and all but I was taking little by little, so you're supposed to actually take the whole thing to try to have that yeah. type of trip. Yeah. But when you take little by little, I felt like I had a lot of energy. I was moving about oh, okay. things yeah. of that nature. It was almost very similar to, to LSD, where you yeah. get to get in that mood, but you also sweat like a like, motherfucker, yeah. too. <laughs> but I would have to say those, and especially the marijuana and weed, has helped me wean away from those pills, and especially mm. alcohol. So I was heavy, heavy oh, really? drinker. Mm. I would go through an entire... 24 case of whatever beer that was there. And you're a big guy, so that probably... Oh, yeah, hell yeah, yeah man. I, <laughs> Wild I mean, tolerance. <laughs> absolutely. We used to have a... I moved out from my house a few years back and I was in with some roommates and we would throw a lot of parties and um, dude, we would just have... Yeah. <laughs> we would just have a whole bunch of alcohol and I was just like one of the biggest alcoholics ever just drinking whatever the hell was there. It could be an entire mm. Hennessy bottle, entire mm-hmm. Smirnoff. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's, that's what I was basically doing, trying to deal... With all my uh, depression and anxiety and the the loneliness, mm-hmm. but like I said, it's been getting a lot a lot better because if this was maybe I don't two years back, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have come to this to this podcast, even mm-hmm. though I know you. Yeah, because it was just something about me like one of the you know we'll get into this maybe in another podcast yeah. or things of that nature. But one thing about me, the reason I was so depressed is because. I like having people around me, things of that nature, and I wasn't having that, and I wasn't going out as often, mm-hmm. and I felt like I wasn't being as social as sociable, yeah. and I wasn't being invited to certain places. So I will always be the one to initiate things, um, and that's like the opposite of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So even when I would initiate things, it also kind of made me feel some type of way because it was like 
I got into my head, what, why is it I'm the one always hitting, mm. you know, hitting people up and things of that nature? And don't get me wrong, on the flip side, too, I just got so bad into it. There were are people who were hitting me up, but I just completely flaked on them. And this was like a period of seven years while I was doing this. This is now me actually going out, being more mm. sociable and things of that nature. And I don't have... It was so crazy because I would go out to even a corner store and have like a knot in my stomach just to interact with the individual mm-hmm. behind the counter. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that definitely helped me was that since I got into my head a lot, I always like to make kind of like, you know, borrowing other individuals, make my own writing and music and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I always get into my head because of certain things. And I never thought my stuff was ever, mm-hmm. ever any good. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like put that to the side. But So that was oh snap! Are we seeing a Joel mixtape in the horizon? <laughs> Tune into next episode of Dragon Ball Z. No, <laughs> <laughs> yo, yeah. do not tell me that because my man took five episodes to get that spirit bomb off, yo. Well, I was like, next time on Dragon Ball Z, uh, here are five more fillers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, in another podcast, you know, we could like yeah. get into stuff of that nature. Yeah. But I just always get into my head. And I think to myself that my stuff ain't ain't good enough and I just toss that to the side and yeah. it was kind of the same thing with people too that you know there must be something about me that mm-hmm. that they're not inviting me to places and things of that mm-hmm. nature and what always get what get me is that in high school I was that person yeah. you know and I would have certain reactions that made me feel good I'd be like oh hi things yeah, like that yeah that's why in mm-hmm. my head as I hear you describe that I'm like yo Shay, at least compared to me, you were always like way more charismatic and way more popular. And I just I just felt like people had lines to become your friend. <laughs> Whereas I was just like, oh, okay. I, I, I lost like this friend. So I'm like, all right, let me go back into my hole. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but, you know, obviously uh, made friends in grammar school and high school. And, you know, I have some of the people on here. Um, but, You know, I feel like that that title of like best friend doesn't come like it doesn't come easily. Yeah, it doesn't That's come sure. easily mm-hmm. or as often in life. Mm-hmm. And, and I used to throw around that word too freely and even friends. Now I have my best friends and then yeah. I have acquaintances. For sure. For so, sure. So and that's how I look at it now because like I said, I was just so loose. Like, you're my friend, you're my friend. I was giving it out like I was fucking Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Definitely not everybody is your friend and mm-hmm. not everybody is your best friend. Yes. Yeah. That's, distinct, that's, that's definitely for sure that not people could be your friend, but not everybody's your best friend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah, like, you know, I've had some people I can because really it's about the time you spent with people and the conversations you're able to have with them. Yes. And how many levels of yourself you're able to like peel back and like allow them mm-hmm. in and yeah. let them see your vulnerable side and yeah. shit like that. Because, you know, there are other friends that you just talk to about baseball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, or like, video ah, games or whatever the yeah, case yeah, may be. Yeah, uh-huh. Yankees, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> But oh, then, you know, you know, I know you're Red Sox fan. Exactly, uh-huh. exactly. Um, and that's why, because I had a specific friend in mind when I said that. Uh, Because he'd tell me that when he knows that they're facing the Red Sox, and I'd be like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, whatever, we lost this game, but, you know, we're going to get you on the next one. But it was like, <laughs> that was, like, the extent of our conversations. It was like, <laughs> like yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't think y'all going to do nothing this season, but you're still the champions, though. Still the champions. <laughs> it was like, oh, like, ah, oh, like. 
Posada's trash. Oh yeah, what about Pedroia? Just back and forth or whatever. Um and G's like my baseball knowledge is mad old because I just said Posada. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker hasn't played there for years now. No. But uh, <laughs> no, I got like these super old rosters in my head that <laughs> um but anyways, yeah. Um only because I'm scared of where this battery and the memory is going. Mm-hmm. Okay, the camera still sees me. Okay. Um, we're going to end that one here. We got... Damn, we got an hour and 15 there. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Damn, it's yeah, funny they, how fast... Yeah, it really did. Cause I didn't feel like an hour and 15. It's funny how time passes in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> Go, and, and crazy that it's not even the entire conversation. Yeah, there's so much more that we could definitely have dived into. A hundred percent. Um... So that's going to do it for this episode of the Working Podcast. I want to thank Joey once again for for gracing the kitchen counter. I'm definitely having him back on and have him share more of his gems with you and life experiences. Um, so thank you again for showing up to this one. Uh, for sure. And that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, divided we're awesome. Together we're more awesome. Lincoln Build is the motto. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.